Welcome to Franchise Marketing Radio, brought to you by SEO Samba, comprehensive high-performing marketing solutions for mature and emerging franchise brands. To supercharge your franchise marketing, go to seosamba.com. That's S-E-O-S-A-M-B-A dot com. Lee Cantor here, another episode of Franchise Marketing Radio, and this is going to be a good one. Today we have with us Mike Valente with Renovation Sales. Welcome, Mike. Lee, how are you? I am doing great. I'm excited to learn what you're up to. Tell us a little bit about Renovation Sales. So Renovation Sales is a, a light construction company that focuses solely on getting uh, residential houses ready for sale. And we do that by completing quick cosmetic updates with a designer touch. And then um, what was the genesis of the idea? What's the backstory? Well, I've been in construction and real estate for about 14 years. And, um, you know, my background, um, I'm a licensed real estate broker. I don't practice on a day-to-day basis, but, you know, I've, I've helped uh, homeowners for a long time update their houses. And then I've also flipped houses and done some real estate development. And frankly, we were, we were getting tired of doing kind of high-end project direct for homeowners. So we, we kind of melded our, my real estate background and development background with our high-end construction background and said, you know, we can still achieve a designer-based product, but don't necessarily have to have the interaction with the customers. And that's how Renovation Sales came about. It's, you know, we really like to work on empty homes that are about to go to market. We design them, but we have eliminated the client service aspect of it. Um, by only doing stuff that's going directly for sale. So now the work that you do, is it primarily, okay, we're just going to kind of uh, put some jazz hands on the kitchen, the bathroom, like, you know, maybe the front a little bit. Like what is the typical kind of, how do, how do you attack a home? Right. Well, the, the first thing we do is is what's the most important piece of the home. And that's usually a kitchen, right? So to answer your question, what we do is we take an existing space and we don't overthink it. We just update the existing space. So we paint kitchen cabinets, we change the countertops, we change the backsplash, sand the floors, and paint the unit. So everything we do is based around how can we quickly be in and out of a space and update it cosmetically. You know, most houses that we work on, you know, have pretty good layouts. They're just dated and they're not what today's buyer is looking for. And then that's where kind of your expertise in this is you can get, you have a good feel for what people want in a different, you know, market that you're serving. And then you know that, okay, these are the six things that we go to first. And if we can fix these, this is going to increase the value this much. So we have a pretty good system in on how to execute on that. Yeah, that's exactly right. I mean, we design everything in-house. So that's, you know, all the design comes from our in-house designers out to our franchisees. But really, you know, we 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 start with what's the heart of the home. The heart of the home is the kitchen. And that's the, the kind of low-hanging fruit. And it's fairly basic to, you know, paint cabinets, change countertops. And then from there, we go into, you know, can we address the floors, paint, and then any bathroom work. And then how do you decide incrementally how, because it's one of those things where it can go on forever, right? Like you can always be tweaking something. Correct. 
I mean, some of that has to do with payback and, 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 you know, how fast we can be in and out. And that's where our realtor partners get involved. So our main sale and our main client is really the realtors. So we connect with the realtors, the realtors bring us in on houses that are about to be listed and together the realtors and our franchisees and ourselves, we decide, okay, how much can we spend and is there a return and a payback on our spend? You know, we want whatever the client puts into the house. So they put in 20000 into a kitchen. They should get that 20000 back plus some along with moving the house faster than they normally would have moved it. And those are kind of the metrics that matter in your business, right? Well, a payback is definitely a metrics. I mean, you shouldn't give me, you know, you shouldn't pay for something that you're not going to get a return on. But that's where the realtors come into play because the realtors will tell the homeowners, hey, if you put 20000 into the kitchen, then you should expect to see 30000 in return. And that's why our realtor partners are so important. Now, um, at what point did you decide, hey, this can be a franchise or did you build this in order to be a franchise from go? No, you know, it's, it's funny. My, my wife, who's, who's, uh, who started the business with, with, with me and, and is a partner in our business, you know, we had created this business out of frustration from dealing with high-end homeowners and their uh, personal rehabs. You know, we, we, we were about a year into renovation sales and we really just said, you know, this really works everywhere. It doesn't work just in Chicago where we are. I mean, it works in any market, any market that has any sort of dated housing stock, which is the majority of the United States, um, you know, can can use a refresh before it goes to market. So it wasn't something that we set out to do, but it was almost it 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 just it it had to be franchised because it it can this 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 process can be utilized anywhere. So then how did you kind of identify those first franchisees? Well the first franchisees, so we recently just started uh, franchising in March of this year. We spent the entire year, you know, as you know, building the whole franchise platform and have recently just started uh, franchising in, in, in different locations. So now, so when you made that switch, uh, like now you have a different business, right? Like before it was renovation and now you're in the training and sales development business. How did that right. transition go? Well, that transition is still a work in progress, but it's, you know, our business model is not that complicated. You know, we don't have a brick and mortar shop. This business can be run out of your house um, and it can be run with one or two two people. So, you know, and, and the second part of that is, is from a construction standpoint, which I've been in the construction field for a very long time, is, is that the work that we're doing is basic level construction. And that's why I keep saying it's cosmetic because painting and sanding floors and changing countertops, it's not that complicated. Obviously there's a learning curve and you have to have some project management skills, but as far as, you know, full training, there's no brick and mortar. You don't need a lot of employees. It's fairly easy to get up and, and, and operating and the business overall is, is not that complicated once you get into it. Now, is the potential franchisee, you mentioned the importance of a real estate professional. Is that a real estate professional who's got this on the side now? Or is this something that is just, uh, you know, maybe they're in the building and construction business locally and this is now a way to tap into this market? Like who is the, what's the persona of that ideal franchisee? Yeah, the ideal franchisee is really a business person or someone that has, you know, operation 
uh, and process knowledge. You know, construction background is definitely a plus because the biggest learning curve is how do you manage a small set of crews. Um, but, you know, the ideal franchisee can be, you know, someone who is coming from corporate world and just, you know, decided that they no longer want to be in corporate and want to, want to, you know, carve their own path. Um, you know, but again, I think that some design real estate construction knowledge is a plus, but it's not completely necessary uh, because this business can be taught to anyone. And then the person running the franchise isn't doing the work necessarily. They're just managing folks who are. They're managing. Yeah, the whole business is really a subcontracted business. Um, so they would be responsible for managing uh, the, the the crews, however that looks. Um, and then they would also be responsible for doing the networking and getting the clients. But the clients really are the realtors. So then, uh, and again, that's where it may look from the outside as a B2C business. This is really a B2B business because it's about really serving the uh, real estate professional in a given market. That's correct. I mean, and if you think about it from just an economic standpoint, you know, to get to a one-off customer is a lot harder than getting to a realtor. And I always make the analogy that in a town, and I live in Chicago, there's 10,000 real estate agents. 500 of them probably control 90% of the real estate market in Chicago. And that's just, that's the 80-20 rule in general, sure. right? So the purpose of what we're doing is, is why try to spend the marketing dollars to find a one-off customer? You do the work, they may be happy and say they'll give you a referral, but you're not necessarily sure they were, they will. But the the, the connecting to the realtor, if you make the inroads and you, you service the realtor in, in that specific brokerage house, now you have a realtor that, you know, may do 30 transactions a year and they'll bring you in for four or five of them. And, you know, you compound that times 10, 20, 30 realtors, your pipeline will consistently be full with potential projects because the realtors are the ones who are bringing you in, not the clients. And the value you're providing the realtor is, like you said earlier, is the, the house is being sold faster at a higher price. That's exactly right. You know, no realtor likes to sell an ugly house. You know, realtors love to sell and market pretty things, um, and they're in the business of moving product, right? They're in product being homes. So realtors love our service because we take, number one, the heavy lifting off of them. A lot of realtors, you know, may do, may prep their houses in some form before they go to market. But the problem is, is why is the realtor spending the time being a general contractor? So that's where we come in. We not only do the design, we do the general contracting and we give it back to the realtor. So the realtors are now happy that they have this pretty Instagram looking product that, you know, buyers are seeing from HGTV and we do that for them, you know, quickly and seamlessly with a thoughtful design. And then they get this beautiful finished product back that they get to sell and then can market as, hey, look what we're selling these these pretty houses. Now, from the realtor standpoint, how are they handling this right now? Are they just saying, hey, you should fix up your kitchen and they're just sending you to somebody who's a, a kitchen person locally? I mean, they're, they're, they must be addressing this in some way right now. For you meaning for how do they address it with with us or by themselves? Like when you're not there, they must be trying right. to solve on this somehow. Well, they do. I mean, some realtors know how to solve the problem. But the question is, is why is the realtor putting in their own time to solve that problem? And that's why they should source it out. You know, we're really an extension of the realtor's team. 
and that's how they have that's part of the franchisee's job is to educate the realtor on um, why it's just more efficient just to partner with you guys and then let, and you guys just handle that correct the franchisee's main job they really have two main roles the main role is number one to be great at networking uh, connecting with realtors and brokerage houses to show them what's possible and what renovation sales can do that that's role number one role number two is then you have to manage and execute the design and the process and that's role two is is doing that so um you know and and from from the franchise or level, we will help provide them. We provide all the design that's custom made for each project. And then we help them with all the the marketing in their local market to connect to those realtors. But remember, you know, if you're really only going after 500 realtors and those realtors, you know, the best part about realtors is they want to be found. They're all on social media. You can easily find all their information. So connecting with the realtors is fairly, fairly easy. Right. And then it's just a matter of educating them and showing the value that you provide. Correct. I mean, you educate them, show them the value, but the value is best showed in pictures in our business. And when you see, you know, beautiful before and afters of what it looked like an ugly duckling before, but then we made it, you know, a beautiful property afterwards. That's really where where the value comes in. And, And frankly, you know, real estate is becoming, you know, more online than ever. Um, and you know, 99% of the time, the first time someone views a home is on their mobile device. So what that means is that if you're not putting forth the best looking pictures possible, you're really doing yourself a disservice because you're potentially missing out on potential buyers. Now you mentioned that, uh, the realtor is going to be kind of the main conduit to clients. Is this something that a person that wants to just kind of update their house that you're even going to, uh, help them with, or is it, that's kind of not the primary, obviously it's not the primary, but is it still a service that you're going to offer? Sometimes, but that's on a case by case basis. And we get a lot of inquiries where clients say, Hey, can you update my house or update my bathroom? The problem with that is, is then it becomes custom and the service level that goes into helping someone who's not going direct to market that wants it for themselves increases dramatically. And that's what we try to stay away from. Now, we still take some uh, some projects when it makes sense that we will do something custom direct for the homeowner. And just by nature, you know, our, our name is out there and people call us up and say, hey, can you know, I see you do beautiful work. Can you help us out? But I will always caution and I cautions our franchisees that you have to be a tad careful because the customer service suck is real. And when people demand your time and energy and, and frankly, when they spend a lot of money for for a, a product that's personal to them, they, they should have great service and, and, and great execution. But that can that can bog down a franchisee if they're doing, you know, 10 empty projects where nobody's bothering them because they already have the design and all they need to do is execute. And then you start getting into one-off homeowners that want custom product. It can, it can, it can throw the, the model for a wrench a little bit. Right. But that's, that's an example where a franchise is a, is a a good play for a lot of people because they want that kind of machine like way of this is who our clients are. This is what we do and this is how we do it. And you either fit here or you don't. Correct. And that's part of, you know, every business has to know who, who the right fit is and who the wrong fit is and be, have the discipline to act accordingly. 
Of course. I mean, and that's, you know, again, we we turn down probably half of stuff that comes into us. I turn down stuff every day that just doesn't fit our our box. And we have a very small box in terms of, look, we really like empty units or units that are only going for sale. And sometimes people don't understand that. But but yes, you have to, you know, figure out what works best for you. And, and that occasionally includes, yes, we will do a little bit of client work, but it really should only be cosmetic. You know, the goal is to be in and out in, you know, three or four weeks of a project and move on to the next one. Good stuff. Well, Mike, congratulations on the success and best of luck on growing this thing. It sounds like you have a great concept. If somebody wants to learn more, what's the website? Uh, The website is www.renovationcells.com. Just Google renovation cells um, and that sells with an S and you will get right to us and you'll see all our pretty before and after pictures. You can navigate around our website and then we have a whole franchising uh, tab where they can learn more information and then uh, get an inquiry direct to uh, us and our sales team uh, so we can connect with them about possible uh, franchise opportunities. Now, uh, you started, you said in Chicago, are you looking for franchisees uh, in that area right now or are you open for anybody anywhere in the country? We're looking for franchisees nationwide. So Chicago would be great. We are, the good thing is, is we're, you know, an emerging brand, but we have territories available in almost every single market. So um, we are looking for people everywhere, but also some great operators in some of the collar communities of Chicago uh, area in general. All right. Well, thank you again for sharing your story today, Mike. You're doing important work and we appreciate you. All right, Lee. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. All right. This is Lee Cantor. We'll see you next time on Franchise Marketing Radio. 